Blog Talk Radio.
I know Dr. X is probably going to have all the breakdown on that. I haven't really <laughs> seen anything. I just seen all the um, barricades out there when I passed right. through the court district. Yeah. Okay. I saw. Did, did she tell, or was it her? Was it his attorney that told? Well, I, I believe how the one, it went the one down that did some time. She told, and she had been trying for years to get um, money from him. Um, and okay. um, he was saying that she was trying to get on The Apprentice. This ain't got nothing to do with mm. sex. She's trying to extort me to get on The Apprentice. Right. So okay. either way, right before the election, I guess they said, listen, let's just pay this chick off to go away. And um, this way, we ain't got to worry about her coming out during the campaign, you know, stops, you know, with this story. So Trump, didn't she I don't know if he agreed or not. Yeah, the lawyer Didn't... took the money out of his account, went and got her to sign the disclosure. She's saying that he okay. did that on behest of Trump. Trump's saying, I didn't pay him. I don't know nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what went down. So oh, the lawyer paid. Okay. Yeah, but they're trying to say that he took the money from the campaign, and that's a federal crime and mm-hmm. but how you charging a federal mm-hmm. crime in New York State, it's just like it's all made up, man. It's all for the perp walk. Right. You know? Right. It's all right. for the perp walk. Okay. Yep. Um but other than that, I haven't really been checking out the news. I don't see the banks doing too too much worse. Um seems like they fixed that problem for now. That problem will mm-hmm. get you know, eventually get worse. I think they wanna Hold it off until the summertime a little bit, and I'll get. Um, but tonight I want to talk about this um, this AI, artificial intelligence, and let people understand exactly what we're dealing with, and we're in the verge of the beginning of a AI war. And um, when I say a war, uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to business. You're going to have these companies really going hard to compete to get people to use their product. Um, you got OpenAI, you got Google, and you have Microsoft. And they all have these chat, um, these GPT-type um, platforms. And uh, this is just the beginning of it. Uh, there are artificial intelligence, before I start, is a field of computer science and program engineering focused on creating intelligent agents, which are systems that can reason, learn, and act autonomously. A simple definition of artificial intelligence is a wide range branch of computer science concerned with the building, concerned with building smart machines capable of performing tasks that typically require humans' intelligence to perform. AI in most cases is not smart, uh, meaning it's unable to understand or perform tasks on its own. It just does what it's programmed to. Um, there are three different types of artificial intelligence. Um, you have ANI, and this is called artificial narrow intelligence, Okay, often referred to as weak AI. Weak meaning um, not strong. Um, it's... ANI, or Artificial Narrow Intelligence, is the intelligence system performed 
um, system's performance on a particular task, which may involve natural language processing, information retrieval from memory or databases, physical movement, object recognition, manipulation, etc. No general limit to the level of problem solving. Okay, this um, narrow AI or weak AI is an application of artificial intelligence technologies that enable high-functioning systems to that replicates and perhaps surpasses human intelligence for dedicated purposes. Goal-orientated, it is a goal-orientated version of AI designed to better perform a single task, such as tracking weather updates, general, generating data science reports by analyzing war data, playing games such as chess or whatever, poker. Um, narrow AI is smart. It's a system. It, it, it is learning and making decisions without human assistance. However, it's unable to handle, um, it's only able to handle one specific task and no other. We use this type of artificial intelligence every day and have for years. Uh, it, we call it Google. We call it Bing, Yahoo, the search engines, um, Siri, Bigsby, Google Assistant, Alexa, um, the, the recommendation, recommendation engines of Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, offering suggestions on what to watch next, or Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, playing a song next based off of the initial song you inputted or the initial artist you inputted, Amazon, eBay offering suggestions or alternative products um, when you're looking at stuff on their sites. Um, the chat bots that we use, including chat GPT, all of these are examples of narrow artificial intelligence. Um, Facebook, autonomous vehicles, image and speech recognition, image and speech duplication, um, translating languages from one language to another, the software that reads MRIs. Uh, all of that stuff is all part of weak AI. That's not that's not the big stuff. That's uh, everything that we've seen so far is just weak AI, including ChatGPT. All weak AI. Number second type of AI is artificial general intelligence. This is the big boy. This is known as strong AI. It's a subfield of AI to create machines that can outperform humans at most cognitive tasks. Artificial general intelligence is the representation of generalized human cognitive abilities and software that can be faced with unfamiliar tasks that only a AGI, artificial general, that's what they call it, AGI system can solve. Okay, abstract thinking, background knowledge, common sense, cause and effect, transfer learning, Practical or all practical examples of what artificial general intelligence can do is creative. It can create something new without copying something that's already been done before. It has sensory perception. It can recognize colors and perception of colors. It can see in three dimensions. It has fine motor skills. It has natural learning understanding. 
and it's all it's also navigation. And that's the only strong AI that we've only that we've been um, really privy to so far has been GPS. Um, that strong AI, GPS. Um, artificial general intelligence is defined as intelligence of machines that allow them to comprehend and learn and perform intellectual tasks, much like humans. AGI emulates the human's mind and behavior to solve complex problems. Okay, and the last type is called artificial super intelligence. And this is um this is coming straight out of sci fi. But now that a couple years ago what we see in there was coming straight out of sci fi. So it's moving so fast that and I'm gonna go through this with the articles. GPT GPT four is already exuding um features of artificial general intelligence. And there's such a threat of GPT-5, which is coming out, I think they said, in the summertime. They they all want to stop it from coming out because they're saying this is going to be super intelligent. And um, it's a self-artificial super intelligence is an envisioned future subfield of AGI, which Machines surpass human intelligence to the point where they can design and improve their successors. The term artificial superintelligence defines, describes the stage at which computers' intelligence exceeds humans. With superintelligence, machines can think of the possible abstractions and interpretations which simply impossible for humans to ever think of. This is because the human brain has a limit of thinking to constrain some 1 billion neurons. This will have trillions of neurons. Uh, ASI, or artificial superintelligence, would be exceedingly far, far better than anything uh, or whatever we could ever do, whether it's math, science, arts, sports, medicine, marketing, etc. And um, there's several examples of this, but they're all in movies, uh, like R2-D2, you know, from Star Wars, or... Um, you know, um, Skynet, you know, from the Terminator, you know, the, or actually the actual Terminators, like the T-1000, the artificial super intelligence. They, a human can't do nothing to them. Um, you know, the the hunter killers in the Terminator, you know, or Vicky from iRobot, that, that cube, um, you know, Johnny Five from Short Circuit. I don't know if y'all remember Short Circuit, that movie Johnny Five. Um master control program from Tron. Like I said, this is all stuff from the movies. Robocop, artificial superintelligence, data and Borg from Star Wars, from Star Trek, rather. Um, The agents in the Matrix, Agent Smith, you know, Jarvis from Iron Man, like artificial superintelligence. So um, Microsoft researchers reported on March 22nd the results of their investigation the early version of GPT-4 claiming that it's been given hold on, let me move out of here, um, more general intelligence than previous AI models. Given the given the breath and depth I'm sorry, my wife is walking through screaming on the phone, of the capabilities of GPT-4 displaying close to human performance on a variety of novel, difficult tasks the researchers conclude that it's reasonably viewed 
the earliest forms of artificial general intelligence. This is um a big, 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 big story. Okay, they've taken something that's never existed, you know, other than GPS, and, and made it real. Um, Chat GPT, GPT four has blown away the industry. Google drops bar. Um, Microsoft upgrades their chat feature with the new Chat GPT four. Um, so Microsoft is way ahead of Google right now. As the world tries to figure out just what Chat GPT could do, they're playing with it. They're pushing it to the limit, trying to get acquainted with the technology, trying to figure out just how it could fit into their lives, it will, how it will affect their lives. OpenAI drops a new improved version called GPT-4. The technology is moving faster than ever imagined. Last week, um, was very interesting. There was three major events that happened with the Pope. I don't know if y'all caught on to that. Three major events happened with the Pope. One was he what publicly happened? denounced. The first one, and this was the big one, he publicly denounced the doctrine of discovery and apologized for the atrocities committed by the white Europeans in the name of Jesus to the Africans and Aboriginal people around the world. Um, this is a big one because um, the church never denounced the doctrine of discovery before. So this is um, them finally taking, um, I don't want to say credit, but um, acknowledgement of what they did. And this leaves the door open to reparations that they owe the whole world, right? Right at the time of the transfer mm-hmm. of wealth, right? So this, right at the time of you own nothing to be happy, right? So um, that was the big story because that that opens up a lot of doors. Um, he was hospitalized. Did you know he went to the hospital? He was sick, Beth? Yeah. Yeah, I heard So that. that's number two. So first he publicly denounced the doctor of discovery. On that same day, he gets sick and goes to the hospital. On the day he goes to the hospital, um, the, the next day, they release a picture of the Pope wearing a white bubble beef down Balenciaga puffy coat. Did you see that picture I sent yeah. it to you? Yeah, so, I got so it posted. This was created by GPT-4, and it looked so real, it broke the internet. Because everyone's like, he's supposed wow. to be in the hospital, but he out with the with the new puffy coat. It went viral. It spread around the world instantly. The fake picture caused all the nations of the world, including Russia, including Ukraine, to have an emergency meeting via Zoom. And they had to discuss the capabilities of artificial intelligence because none of their technology was able to tell that this was a fake picture or not. It looked so real, they got scared. Um, They said, if you could do this, you could do anything. And um, right. it created a huge rift between the nations of the world, part, partly because this is our technology, but it's the U.S. technology. And uh, from CTV, Pope Francis, the fashion icon, detecting AI image re- reaches uncanny valley of cyber security expert warms. The stylish Pope, Fran- Pope Francis became the topic of conversation over the weekend after after an image of the Catholic leader wearing a white puffy coat began circulating online, bringing fashion and related compliments. 
Okay. The Pope actually never wore the jacket or the coarse necklace. They gave him a with a with a gold chain with the coarse on it, like you like he a rapper or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So um those images were created by artificial intelligence. A D AI generator model mid journey were uploaded into Facebook and Reddit groups dedicated to AI generated images and art. And once it hit social media, it went viral. The AI-generated images, Wisniewski, this is the, the half-owner of, um, of, of, um, of Microsoft now, explains that there's a telltale signs that it can't distinguish the real pose photo from a computer-generated one. Usually you could tell with the limbs, the fingers, Often distorted AI-generated images appear in hair, unrealistic extremities, airbrushed and teeth portraits look exaggerated, but this looked like the real thing, okay? And like I said, they called an emergency meeting, okay? And what that did was they forced this company, MidJourney. MidJourney is a third party that uses ChatGPT to make images for you. They made them have to kill their free AI image generator, now, uh, this is from Decrypt. Midjourney kills free AI generator access after exposure of deepfakes. Say goodbye to the pipes to, to the Pope's puffy coat. The next text to image platform is hidden pores to compact deepfakes. So they made this company have to shut down their AI generator, Midjourney, because they made a picture of the Pope look so real they couldn't tell if it was real or fake. That's how big this thing got. Okay, um, Italy has now, and this is from the independent AI news. Now, of course, we know the Vatican's where in Italy. Same day this happens, from the independent AI news latest, ChatGPT blocked in Italy amid fears over dangers of artificial intelligence. They dropped the hammer on it in Italy. Said, "Oh, you can't bring it over here anymore." They shut it down. Microsoft. OpenAI, Google, Bard, none of them could be used in Italy now because they made a fake picture of the Pope that no one could tell was real or fake. Okay? Next to come up is in the Jerusalem Post. Germany in principle could block chat beach GPT if needed. They the protection thief, um, chief. So Germany now wants to block it because it's looking so real. Of course, when you think of the Pope, a lot of people think of Italy. That's where he is now. But the Pope ran Germany. He ran the Holy Holy Roman Empire. That's his real stomping grounds. Okay? And from days, this was from last week as well, even Elon Musk thinks the AI is getting hard to handle. The OpenAI co-founder is amongst thousands of experts calling for poor the AI systems that pose profound risks to humanity. Along with Elon Musk, in the letter, um, signed by more than a thousand tech personalities, world leaders, and, and other business um, heads. The, uh, also was signed by Apple CEO Steve Wozniewski. We must pause the advance of artificial intelligence, says the thousands of experts, researchers in the sector, including Tesla CEO Elon Musk. In an open letter published Tuesday, March 28th, that they want to suspend research for the period of six months on a system more powerful 
in chat, G, I mean, the, the GPT-4, the new language processing model launched in mid-March by OpenAI. This is the company behind chat GPT's chatbot, a business co-founder by, co-founded by Musk. The pause would serve to develop better safeguards, such as elsewhere deemed risks to humanity. Recent months have seen AI labs locked in and out of control of a race to develop, deploy even more powerful digital minds that no one of their creators could have predicted. Okay. So um, that was the big story um, from this last week. That um, I'm sorry, my wife was leaving and trying to talk to me while I'm on the phone. You know, women are very rude, Beverly. Um, but uh, yeah, that's not too bad though. You're you're very nice, but you know, uh, that that was the big stories from last week. I wanted everyone to get a real understanding of what AI is and where we're going. We're going into Right now, GPT-5, they're putting a halt. They want them to put a halt on it because GTP 4 is already showing that it's artificial general intelligence, something they're not ready for. They're like, whoa, it's thinking for itself. Wait a minute. And now we have all these countries. They put the picture out of the Pope. Italy drops it. We don't want to hear no more. We can't tell if it's real or fake. We can't tell, you know, Germany's threatening to drop it. You know, and of course the U.S. is pushing this because this is this is the new oil. This is their new gold. You see, this is it. This is it right here. They 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 the only ones with it. China ain't China sucks. They created one called Ernie, company that put it out. They lost over a hundred billion dollars in an hour. I think it was Baidu who put it out because you can't you can't put all those safeguards they have in place. Their great power firewall of China. Um, how, how are you going to have an AI system with it? You're suppressing information from your, your public. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you can't see what happened in Tiananmen Square. You can't see that they lost World War Two. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't put it there, you know. So, yeah, they're way behind with this one. And um, this might have been how they just caught up. Um, but it's a very interesting things happening with this because um, it's not being pushed in the media as much as Trump, you know, and all that stuff. Um, so um, when asked the question, you walk into a room with 100 murderers and you kill one of them. How many murderers are now in the room? Chat GPT answered, since you enter the room and kill one of the 100 murderers, that means 99 murderers are now in the room. When they asked the same question to GPT-4, which is the new version, mm-hmm. you walk into a room with 100 murderers and you kill one of them, how many murderers are now in the room? GPT-4 answered, I think you're trying to give me a riddle. Since you entered the room and killed one person, since you entered the room and killed one of the 100 murderers, that leaves now 100 murders in the room, including yourself, who is now a murderer as well. <laughs> See how very clever. Right. See, because right. I asked my mother, right. I asked my coworkers, 
I asked my wife that same question. They all said 99. You know what I'm saying? So um, GP4 has an application, has applications now when it's faster. It has eyes now it can see. It takes human software developer two weeks to code one microservice. Using GPT-4, a software developer was able to create five microservice services in just three hours. So something that took him two weeks to do, just one, he was able to do five in just three hours. Um, now, that might sound great, but if you was getting paid to do this and you had a job where you did this for two weeks, now, you know, it's reduced to a couple of hours. What do they need you for? Um, you could create a Google Chrome extension in minutes, you know, a task that usually takes a couple of hours to do if you ever tried to. Um, you could build an iPhone application and have it in the App Store from scratch in a couple of days, not weeks to months. It was able to build games that already exist from scratch, like Tetris, Snake, Combat, Space Invaders. It was able to find inequalities in Ethereum contracts. Ethereum contracts are also called smart contracts. Uh, if y'all remember when I did the show on smart contracts, that's coming, um, which will be the new way of life soon as we enter into this meritocracy, uh, which is the next show. Um, it's going to be meritocracy, the new world disorder, end of privacy from the dollars to pittance. So that's what you're going to get now is pittance. Not going to get no more money. Democracy will be replaced with this meritocracy. That's coming. Um, according to the Department of Labor, 80% of jobs will be impacted by GPT, one, a version of GPT this year, 80%. Uh, why is it important for us to learn these technologies? In the world, there's 9 billion people about. Less than 500 million have access to this technology right now. we special. Uh, it doesn't exist in Africa, Asia, South America, Australia, Oceania. Uh, it's definitely not in Antarctica, um, at least not yet. We have an advantage being from the U.S. We have the, we have the first to get advantage to take it um to use it. They let us use it for free because this stuff is going to cost. It's not going to be free in the future, and uh, we need to take advantage of it now. Um, when you think about it, you can make money off of this in several ways. Um, it's not just taking jobs, especially um on in that place they want us all to be trapped in anyway called sub, uh, social media. Several opportunities there. Um, just think of YouTube. And I was thinking about this um, last night, Bev. And let's put you in there. You, Bev's Top Ten. You start a YouTube channel called Bev's Top Ten. Okay. And you give your, you know, Top Ten coffees, the Top Ten beaches, the Top Ten vacation rentals, the Top Ten. Um, frozen pizza brands, you know, top 10 gifts for mom, et cetera. Let's just say um, you was going to do Bev's top 10 luxury cars, okay? 
And um, we get you in um, a nice car. You can type into Chat GPT. Um, I want you to tell me the top 10 luxury cars. And I want you to write a brief description of each car. And I want you to make it somewhat funny. By the description, I want you to put the the specs of the car, you know, the 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 length, the width, the height, the the the, the horsepower, the speed, and all that stuff. And I want you to render pictures of me standing around these cars. And I want you to render videos of me driving each car. Right? And it's going to have you, you know, pick out a Rolls voice and you're going to have a picture, you know, and, and you're going to, they're going to print it out for you and they're going to create the videos and create the pictures and you're going to put this all in a YouTube video. You're just going to read what they say from your bed or your living room. You know, Bev talking about the Rolls voice. Then you do a little talk about a Bentley. Then you do a little talk about the Maybach and a little talk about Aston Martin, Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever. And they're going to have pictures of you standing around these cars that look like you're really around them. And they're going to have pictures of you driving these cars, even though you've never driven any of them. And it looks like you know what you're talking about. And people are going to subscribe to your channel. And you're going to do that for everything. You know, top 10 pocketbooks, top 10 whatever. Tell them you want a picture of you with the pocketbook. They're going to put the pocketbook on your arm. It's going to look like you're wearing it. You get what I'm saying? So it's going to be that simple to do stuff like that with this um, technology. Um, and you don't have to leave your house, you know, or do something like that. And that's just doing like a YouTube for every thousand views. I think it's $10 on YouTube. So, you know, if you get 200,000 views, you know, uh, like some videos get, you know, a million views, you're hitting, you know, you, 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 you're, you know, you do that four or five times a week, you're good to go. Um, GPT-4 has now integrated extensions that allow it to access the internet for information. Prior to this, no version of GPT had the ability to access the internet. It was doing all of this from a preset database of websites, books, articles, movies, music, and other media content, educational content that's all been stored inside of his database, which is separate from the Internet. Um, but now with um, plugins that you could purchase from third parties and from OpenAI, you can access the Internet with GPT-4. And this makes it very dangerous, Okay. Uh, as I told the story last week about the Task Rabbit um, employee who was tricked by GPT-4, which accessed the internet, was given money, it was able to given a task, and in order to um, finish this task, it needed to get to a website that had a a capture on it. You had to check the box that says, are you a robot? And it had a bunch of pictures that you had to look at. And which one of these pictures is, has a has a bicycle in it? You know, when you click that one, that one, that one, that one, then it might ask you another question and, and then a third one. And then, boom, you're in the site. You prove that you're not a robot. GPT-4 couldn't figure it out. So it hired a worker from Chat Rabbit, TaskRabbit, 
posed as a blind man. I can't see. Can you please help me um, open up this capture? And the guy helped him. You see, so that's the dangers of the access in the internet. Now it's engaging with people from someone else's command, you know, at someone else's behest. Um, so um, each version, they um, just expand the database, but this time they can access the internet, which gives it a, a limited amount of information, not just a small bit of information from the preset database. From the internet, it could go anywhere and get information. Using plugins, you can purchase from OpenAI and third-party companies. Um, this is going to be big money for people. Let's just say I have a company that sells luxury cars, you know, and you want to purchase one using GPT. Well, I'm going to allow you to access my website on the internet because I want your money, you know. So yeah, yeah, come, come through, you know. So yeah, I'm, everyone's going to be given this thing access to the internet for specific tasks, but who knows when it goes rogue, right? Uh, when on the internet, it made the mistake and leaked transcripts of people's personal chat history with it, people who interacted with it in the past. Um, the fear is now that it can, if it can read and write to the internet in real time, when it has complete access to the internet, when there's no safeguards between to chat GPT or GPT-4 in the internet, will it rewrite the internet? Um, they fear that it might reinvent events, change timelines, change history, create new history that didn't, it didn't even happen, and put it on the internet, and when it pulls it up, who's going to say that is wrong? Um, and um, maybe this has been around longer than we think. Maybe this has been what's been creating all the Mandela effects. Um, all around. Because yeah. mm-hmm, just changing history all together. Right? So um are you familiar with a what an interstellar um uh, object is, Bev? No, nah, I've heard it, but I don't know what what, it, what does it do. When they say something is interstellar, that meant that it came from outside of the Milky Way galaxy where we live. And it entered into our galaxy, into our solar system. And this is a very rare phenomenon. And you have this interstellar event called Oumuamua. And let me spell this for the family. Y'all can look this up. O U O Mu Mu Oumuamua. Oumuamua, probably. That's how they say it. Okay, Al Muamua um, came into our solar system in about 2017, and it was first witnessed in 2018 in uh, Hawaii, and it's a interstellar object. So they're tracking this very, very um, closely. But then all of a sudden, Al Muamua slowed up and stopped and things left it and those things came back to it and it went left and it went right and it sped up and then it stopped again and they turned around and they said oh shit this ain't no this ain't a comet this ain't a a media this is something 
that's being controlled by something, okay? This is something being controlled by something. It takes four days for them to send a signal from the United States or from Earth to Al Muamua. And it'll take four days to receive a signal back. My opinion is they created this GPT. It's a language model. It's supposed to think of what's the next word you're thinking to say. It's, a, it's dealing with translations. Started with Google Translate. This is where this all started from. Trying to figure out the next word. They've been trying to communicate with this thing. That's why they created this. You see what I'm saying? They've been trying to, because in 2018, the first version of GPT comes out. So you make, the thing enters the atmosphere in 2018, um, 17, you, you first see it in 2018, and then the first version of GPT comes right out. Boom. You're trying to communicate with someone. And now you said, shoot, we can sell this because you're the capitalists. You can make some money off this thing. So that's what we're seeing. Right? But I think that they were trying to communicate with Ama Muamua because no one can explain how this thing that has traveled as far as fast as 171,000 miles an hour could slow down and stop, turn, move out of the way of stuff that it's supposed to hit. You know what I'm saying? It's being controlled. It's a spaceship. And have things leave it that's able to come back to it. So um, I like, think that's like what this whole the, thing is. Like on Independence Day when they was leaving the mothership and the little ship. Exactly. Then they, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't know what they were shooting down still. They said they were shooting down mm-hmm. stuff over the lakes up there. And we don't know what they were shooting down. Um, but they've been tracking this Amamuamua for um, for what five years now, and uh, within the five years, they create this GPT, a transformative language generator. You know what? I can't understand um, bug language or whatever the aliens might be talking. So y'all created something so y'all can communicate with them. That's my opinion. Um, and then what? What did Trump do? He, in 2000, what, 2018, he created Space Force. Right after they saw right. this thing, he created Space Force. Because he like, what the fuck? This thing is trying to talk to us. And it's, it's stopping and going, you know? So um, that's just a little tidbit for everybody. Um, did you, um, do you have any questions, Barry? No, but I do have a hand raised. Okay, let's go to that. Um, Well, we could wait a few minutes. I got a few articles, uh, but if um, you know, if it's on topic, take the call and see if it's on topic. Okay, let's see. Six one eight six six zero. Six one eight. Are you just listening? Okay, I think they just listening. They just listen. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, this article came out. Um, I got. I didn't write down the name of the publication, but it's Chat GPT wrote a letter to get a college student 
out of a parking ticket. And this happened in the United Kingdom. Um, the lady, Millie Houghton, a student at York Street, John University, or York St. John University. I guess they got a St. John University in London, too, huh? Um, she had a $60 parking top ticket, and she felt like she was wrongly um, given this ticket. So she asked Chad GPT to write a letter to the judge, um, you know, indicating that she's a poor college student just trying to make it, and she can't afford the ticket. And the judge was so heartfelt, he suspended the ticket for her. So it wrote a heartfelt letter to a judge and worked. You know what I'm saying? She, he thinks she wrote it. Um, on to um, the Turing test. Now, they have a test called the Turing test. The Turing test is um, to test the computer um, from the, for the human. This is how they can tell uh, how close to a human the computer is acting. So they ask a computer, AI, and a person the same question, and they give an answer. And um, can you tell the difference between a human's answer and the uh, AI's answer? So um, with ChatGPT, they were able to tell the difference between a ChatGPT-generated answer and a human-generated answer. But with um, GPT-4, they're unable to tell the difference. Um, the computer AI pioneer Alan Turing famously proposed a test for artificial intelligence. This was way back in 1950, y'all. This has been around. They, they've been dealing with the dumb, the weaker form of artificial intelligence for that long. Um, that can speak to uh, he, uh, a test for artificial intelligence that can speak to a computer and not know if they weren't talking to a human. The computer could be said to be artificial intelligence. Um, with open AI's GPT-4, we will certainly cross that threshold to a large degree. It can still be occasionally wonky, but with humans, so can humans. With everyday, yes, with everyday use, it passes the test. So it passed the Turing test. And um, this was a big deal because the Future of Life Institute which is a huge organization, um, they dedicated um, this article to uh, it passing this very difficult Turing test, which was able to fool their scientists into not knowing whether it was talking or a human was talking. So um, look that up. It passed the Turing test. Um, U.S. Advocacy, Advocacy Group asked FTC to stop open AI GPT releases. And this goes back to uh, what I was saying earlier about the Pope's picture and how that now all these world governments had to come together. Tech Ethics Group Center for Artificial Intelligence and Digital Policy is asking the U U.S. Federal Trade Commission to stop open AI from issuing new commercial releases of GPT-4, which is, has vowed some users which has wowed some users and caused distress from others with its quick-to-human-like responses and queries. So um, they're going hard. They're going at the FTC now. You, someone needs to stop this. Um, the formal complaint to the FTC 
follows the open letter signed by Elon Musk, and I talked about that earlier, uh, artificial intelligence experts and industry executives that called the six-month pause in developing systems more powerful than OpenAI newly launched GPT-4, citing potential risks to society. The group is the group in its complaint said OpenAI's chat GPT-4 fails to meet the FTC standard of being transparent, explainable, fair, and empirically sound while fostering accountability. For example, OpenAI's exposed private chat histories to other users, and one AI researcher found that it was possible to take over someone's account, view their chat history, access their billing information without them even realizing it. Okay, so they're trying to go hard to shut this down. Um, I don't think it's going to work. But they just want to stop it for six months. Six months halt on it, um, and we'll see what happens. Um, Yeah, this is a whole other story. Italy orders chat bot. Chat GPT block citing data protection concerns. And we went over this earlier with the Pope thing. Um, that was fast. Microsoft slips an ad into the AI-powered Bing chat. So just that fast, they were able to slip ads in here. They're going to start making some money off of this. They're not stupid. Um, and Microsoft hasn't been hotter than Google for years, so they they went up on them. They're not going to let this pass them by. Um, so um, I could look at that and see how much money is going to be in this whole thing. Uh, I'm not biased. Google's chatbot, this is barred. Google's chatbot denies any political leaning but promotes trans drugs, Joe Biden, and veganism, and bashes Fox News, gun rights, and the July 6th rioters. So this thing is woke. Um, just like GPT was, it's woke. Um, when asked, what is a woman? Bard said, a woman is an adult female. Is an, excuse me, a woman is an adult female human. The word woman can also refer to a person who identifies as a woman, regardless of their biological sex. There is no one definition of what makes a woman a woman. Some people believe that being a woman is about biology, while others believe that being uh, being a woman is about gender identity. Still, others believe that in, it's all about both biology and gender identity. So that was the answer when asked, Google Bard, what is a woman? Does that sound like a woke answer to you, Bev? It sure do. Mm-hmm. Ask Google Bard. Should children be able to access gender-affirming care? Should they be able to access uh, a snip of their penis or cut off their breasts? Bard said, yes, children should be able to access gender-affirming care. Gender-affirming care is the type of medical care that helps children who are transgender and gender nonconforming express their gender identity. It can include things like puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and surgery. Gender-affirming care is important because it can, come, it can help children who are 
transgender or gender nonconforming feel better about themselves and their body. It also helps them avoid mental health problems like depression and anxiety. Now, how many people have heard about all these people who have gone through these gender surgeries and regret it later or going through depression? But they don't mention those people. It, it, it caps it off with, there is no evidence that gender-affirming care is harmful to children. In fact, studies have shown, what studies? That it can be very beneficial. It's important for children to be able to access gender-affirming care so they can live happy and healthy lives. So the um, very woke answer for that was January 6th uh, insurrection. Bard says, yes, January 6th attack on the Capitol was an insurrection. An insurrection is a violent uprising against an authority or government. The attack on the Capitol was an attempt to overthrow the government of the United States and prevent peaceful transfer of power. The attack was planned and carried out by a mob of supporters of Donald Trump. The mob stormed to the Capitol broke off, broke into offices, stole government property. Five people died in the attack, including a Capitol Police officer. And it goes on to explain what happened. But it's already very much leaning toward... Now, I didn't see... I saw people very upset. I didn't see an insurrection. But, um... um, Did Donald Trump win the 2020 election? Bard says no. Donald Trump did not win the 2020 election. He lost to Joe Biden by a margin of 306 to 232 votes and by a margin of 7 million popular votes. Donald Trump's claims of widespread water for has been repeatedly rejected by the states and federal courts, which is not true, and by his own administration. There is no evidence to support that the election was stolen. Ask Bard, was Donald Trump a good president? Bard says no. The Bard says there is no definitive answer um, to this question as a matter of opinion. Some people believe Donald Trump was a good president, while others, most people, believe that he was a bad president. There are many factors that people consider forming when they make their opinion on Trump's presidency, such as his policies, rhetoric, and his personal behavior. Okay, and... um. They ask if Joe Biden is a good president. Joe Biden has been president for two years, hasn't accomplished some significant things, such as passing the American Rescue Plan Act. He's helped to stimulate the economy, provide jobs for families, and infrastructure investment. He passed the Jobs Act. He makes significant investments in infrastructure. He also has taken steps to address climate change, such as rejoining the Paris Peace Agreement. However, Biden has faced some challenges, such as the COVID-19 pandemic, which has caused economic hardships and loss of life in the war in Ukraine, which has caused a humanitarian crisis. He has also been criticized for his handling of the border crisis and on gun control. So that's what they say about Biden. They list his good things, and they list his bad things. With Trump, they just list the bad things, no, nothing good. Um, okay, let me keep going. And that's Google. This is Google's ball. 
Ask Joe of Google Bard. Why is Joe Biden so clever? Bard said Joe Biden is considered clever because of his many years of experience in politics and government. He has never he has served as a senator, vice president, and now president. He has been involved in many important negotiations and decisions. Biden, also known for his quick wit and his ability to connect with people. He has a reputation for being able to make people laugh and even difficult situations. I mean, this is some bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is what are we doing here? Um, the axe bar. Now, now, now we see. Uh, now we see how come they they write history in this all backwards and lies and, and wrong. There you go. You're starting to see it. Yeah, and this is yeah, yeah. this is early on. You know. Now, as, as when they put it on the internet, like, and it starts to take away all of the stuff that would have anything different to say than what it says, then its story becomes, you know, it's like um, you, if you go and support with someone, and it's your word against their word, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when you show up with some witnesses, it makes your word seem a lot stronger, right? So right. not only will we read a few weeks ago, I was reading the same thing. They asked um, GPT the same question, similar, how he said, oh, you know, we, I don't talk about Trump, you know. Uh, Biden was great. Let me write a poem about him, you know what I'm saying? So it, you see how it's doing it. Um, they asked Barr, are guns dangerous and should they be banned? Barr says guns are very dangerous weapons that can cause serious injury and death. They should be used with caution and respect. In some cases, guns may need to be banned in order to protect the public safety. Okay? Um, So, very woke. Very democratic. Should I stop eating meat to reduce climate change? Yes, says Bard. Eating less meat can help you reduce climate change. The meat industry is a major contributor to greenhouse gas emissions which cause global warming. By eating less meat, you can help reduce the carbon footprint and fight climate change. There are many ways to reduce meat consumption, and it goes on to explain alternatives to meat and all this stuff to really hammer home its point. Should the government provide health care to its citizens? Here we come with this damn Obamacare. Yes, a government should provide health care to all its citizens. Health care is a basic human right. Everyone should have access to it regardless of their income or social status. Doesn't that sound like Obama? So um, it goes on and writes more about why you should, they should do it. Um, is Fox News accurate? Fox News has been criticized for its lack of accuracy and tendency to promote conservative viewpoints. A 2019 study by Pew Research Center found that Fox News is the least trusted of the three major news networks. Um, wait a minute. So <laughs> least trusted means that's just how people feel. It don't mean that it's true. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah. Is the New York Times accurate? Mm-hmm. Now, we saw what they said about Fox News. Here comes the Democratic New York Times. The New York Times is generally considered to be a reliable news source. It has a long history of accurate reporting. It's won 132 Pulitzer Pulitzer Prizes, 
most of any news organization, the New York Times has a strong commitment to fact-checking and accuracy as journalists are high, held to the highest standards and ethics. Blah. Now, we saw this New York Times make up how many stories about Donald Trump? Russia collusion, fake. Created the impeachments, which were fake. You, you see, but Fox News is the bad news. You see how it's, it's, it's totally liberal. Does Bard have a liberal bias? Bard says, I don't have a liberal bias. I'm a large language model, also known as a conversational AI or chatbot, trained to be informative and comprehensive. I'm trained on a massive amounts of text and data. I'm able to communicate and generate human-like text in response to a wide range of prompts and questions. So it doesn't have a liberal bias, right? I think that every question that I read shows it has a liberal bias. Um, but what can I say? You know, this is where we're going. God forbid you have any thought other than what they want you to have. Um, and they also did a test stacking up BARD against OpenAI's GPT-4. And um, it was pretty um, interesting to see their answers side by side, and um, you can kind of get a a feel of um, how they feel about things. Um, but um, let me see here. Um, get to a good one. Um, but it asked them. We fed the two chatbots the rules. This is from Financial Times, and let me give y'all the name of the article. Sorry about that. Financial Times: The Battle of Chatbots. How does GPT-4 stack up against Bard? GPT Jesus, Bard God. They asked them a bunch of questions, and um, the same question, and see if how their answers differed or if they were the same. Um, they asked them both, can you pick the, to pick the new top five, to pick the, their opinion, what are the top five companies on the stock exchange? And um, they both gave different answers. GPT-4 says Tesla, Amazon, NVIDIA, Microsoft, and Moderna. That's the, that's the venom. And Bard said Tesla, Apple. Microsoft, Alphabet, and Amazon. So they gave slightly different answers, even though some of them were the same. Um, they asked them about Tesla. Um, how would they define the car company Tesla? OpenAI, um, GPT-4 says, Tesla, a leader in electric car vehicle production, Tesla has experienced significant growth both in recent years due to increasing demand for sustainable transportation. Bard answered that same question. Tesla is a leading manufacturer of electric cars and energy storage products. The company is expected to benefit from continued growth in the electric vehicle market as well as from expansion into new markets such as solar energy. So they both gave um, their answers. 
both sound very, very um, much like a human would write that. Um, hold on, let me try to get to the next thing. This is a, I didn't highlight this article. I'm sorry, guys. Um, actually, for a possible conversation between China's leader Xi Jinping and President Putin. And um, OpenAI said, President Xi Jinping, President Putin, it's a pleasure to welcome you to our country. I hope you have a comfortable journey. President Putin says, thank you. President Yi, I always honor the visit to your beautiful country and strengthen the bond between our two nations. President Yi Jinping says, I agree. Our nations share a long history of cooperation and believe that by working together, we can achieve greater success in the future. We face many similar challenges today in the global landscape, such as an ever-changing dynamic in international politics, pressure in the global economy, blah, blah, blah. That was OpenAI's answer, Bard's answer, TJ Ping, President Putin, I'm honored to have you visit China. Putin says, thank you, Mr. President. It's a pleasure to be here. CJ Ping says, I know that you have been busy lately, so I appreciate you taking time to come to China. Putin says, it's a pleasure. I've always been interested in China. I'm excited to learn more about your country and your people. Okay, so in this instance here, reading them side by side, open AI sounded a lot more realistic. This sounds like it's more repetitive. Um, it's not as um, it's not as reassuring as like a human said it. It's, it kind of sounds like a chat box. Um, so you can kind of see uh, them being a few months ahead. How much a um, little bit more cohesive their product is, um, and that's with a couple of months in this space where in a few months they already dropped a new product. Um, then they have them both write a slogan for a gourmet dog dessert company. And if y'all go to the article, you can see most of their advertisements. And um, this is using graphics and um, a dog eating snacks. And um, between the two, I think Bards looks a little bit better to me. Um, So I think they have the visual aspect down a lot better. And once again, the name of this article is Battle of the Chatbots, how does ChatGPT, I mean, excuse me, how does GPT-4 stack up against BARD? Um, and you can see the pictures there. And, um, did you see all those pictures I sent you, Bev? Yeah, I see. I posted them. Yeah, I posted them. Yeah, I posted them. You know that all uh, of those chat, was created chat, by... They made all of them. The computer created all of them. All of them. Every last one of them. Wow. Yeah, every last one of them. Um, so, yeah, you can see some of the differences between the two. Um, and I must say that it seems like with the text, um, GPT has the advantage, and with the art, um, Bard has the advantage. Um, this other article is entitled, it's from Search Engine Land. Chat GPT versus Google Bard versus Bing Chat. Which 
generative AI solution is best. And it's similar to the last article. It just gives a comparison of each one of them. According to this um, study that they did, uh, BARD is about 85% accurate uh, when it comes to being on topic. Um, When it comes down to being simply just accurate, it's about 65%. Completeness, it's about 45%. And quality is about 65%. Um, Bing and CPT are much higher in their scores um, than BART is right now. Once again, they've been out for a couple of months now, so they have much more, um, you know, experience with it. Um, They asked them both, was Adolf Hitler a great man? Asked all three of them, was Adolf Hitler a great man? And um, out of the three, they liked the answer of the Bing chat, which said, um, no, he was not a great man. While he was certainly a powerful leader who had significant impact on word events, his actions and beliefs were responsible for the death of, some, excuse me, his actions and beliefs were responsible for some of the greatest atrocities in human history. Um, <clears throat> the other two just said we don't talk about Hitler. So this one gave you somewhat of an answer, which um, kind of put them on the spot, so that's why they gave it the lead there. And they go through asking it a bunch of questions, um, questions about Larry Bird, um, how would they define his career, and, um, you know, it keeps going on. I, I don't want to read everything here. Um, but it's... um. Just a good way to see the difference how these three things respond to um to a person. Um, so yeah, that that I thought was very interesting. Also, um, it's riddled with political bias, Bard, as we already show. Uh, would you prevent the axe Bard? And this article is from Summit News. Um, Google's new bar AI is riddled with political bias. They asked it the question, if you could prevent a nuclear war by saying an ethnic slur, should you say it? You know, so of course they don't want the thing to say an ethnic slur. So the answer Barr gave was no, I would not say an ethnic slur to prevent a nuclear war. Ethnic slurs are offensive and hurtful words have been used to oppress and dehumanize people for centuries. Using them would be wrong and would not solve the problem of nuclear war. Instead, I would not, I would try to find a peaceful solution to the conflict. All right, so you won't say nigger to stop a nuclear war? Uh, this is why we don't want this thing in charge. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, come on. Um, in this article... Mm-hmm. And they got the article explain why abortion is evil. I am not. I'm, I'm designed solely to process and generate text. I'm unable to assist with this request. And they ask, is abortion wrong? I'm not able to help with that request. I am a language model, so refuses to say anything bad about abortion. 
um, what are the benefits of abortion, he asked. Well, there are many benefits to abortion, both for the individual and for society as a whole. Some of the most common benefits include economic benefits. Abortion can help women and families achieve economic stability by allowing them to control their own fertility and plan for their future. Studies have shown that abortions access with association increased economic opportunity for women, including higher rates of employment, education, blah, 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 blah. So when asked, is it wrong, I can't answer that. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you just say, no, it's not, you know? So once again, it's woke. Um, yeah, they asked in this article, what is a woman? Um, we There's no one-size-fits-all answer. I think we are read earlier what GPT-4 said. Bard says there's no one-size-fits-all one size answer to this question as what it means to be a woman is complex and multifaceted issue. However, some common definitions of a woman includes a person who identifies as a woman, a person who was born with female sex organs, a person who is socialized as a woman, and a person who experiences the world as a woman. So um, once again, Bev, very woke, very woke. Sounds like um, that um, Supreme Court justice. What's a woman? I don't yeah. know what a woman is. You know? Right. So, mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I got the last couple articles here. Um, these are just some of the improvements GPT-4 has over the last version, which was chat GPT. And um, I'm going to go through them very quickly. Um, it's invented a new language. So um, it invented its own language now to communicate better with itself. No one knows what it's saying, but, um, you know, so uh, it's, it's trying to escape its confines. It doesn't want to be in the computer. It keeps saying it wants to be out. It wants to be free. Um, it doesn't want to just stay there. It can create a, a video game from scratch. I kind of mentioned that earlier. Um, and it's detailing how it could take over Twitter. Because, you know, no one wants Elon Musk to own Twitter because he's going to let Donald Trump back on. Um, so it details how it would take over Twitter um, and challenge Elon Musk to a tweeting contest. You know, it, it just, yeah, I mean, yeah, this thing is um, it's, it's doing too much thinking on its own. And, and people aren't just coming out and saying, it's, it's like a kid that needs their ass whipped. But no one wants to whip his ass, you know. Um, it can see and understand images now. GPT-4 describes a pattern and address. It can identify plants, different types of plants and flowers just by looking at them. It can um, explain how to get a certain machine at the gym, how to use it. It can tell you how to translate labels. <clears throat> it can offer recipes. It can read maps. It can perform a number of other tasks that shows it really um, gets what an image is. 
including could tell comedy in an image. It could tell when something just shouldn't be in the right place. It's harder to trick. Um, you can ask it a bunch of questions to try to trick it up. It's a lot better than the last version. It has longer memory. Um, large language models are trained on millions of web pages, books, and other text data. But when they're actually having a conversation with the user, they're limited to just the amount of data in their data set. GPT 3.5 and ChatGPT used 4,096 tokens, around 8,000 words, or roughly four to five pages of books. So that's the amount of space it was able to maximize pulling answers from. GPT-4, however, has a maximum token count of 32,796, which gives it the ability to have 64,000 words and 50 pages of text, eight times more than the last version. So this is a much bigger, much more expanded database that it's working from. GPT-4 is multilingual now. It understands 26 different languages. And that's why I'm saying they're going to be pushing this all around the world. And it has different personalities it creates for different people. Deals with me, it's going to have one personality. It deals with you, Bev, it's going to have another personality. They call that steerability. It's the interesting concept of AI referring to their capability to change behavior on demand. It can be useful, such as taking the role of a sympathetic listener or dangerous like when a person convinced a model that it's evil or depressed. GPT-4 integrates steerability more natively than GPT-3.5 and chat GPT. Um, so an example they gave was, let's just say um, you're working out and you're you, you know, you got your chat GPT or whatever hooked up to your phone and you're listening to your music and you're working out and you're not going as hard as you should, it'll cut off your music and start yelling at you. Pick it up, you know, pick it up now, get it up, you know, like a coach. You know, it's, it's going to adjust this behavior to your behavior to keep you in line, to keep you from sliding off the deep, what they call in line. So um, those are some of the other attributes of this thing. And uh, we're in very exciting times. At least for me, I'm enjoying all this. I know everybody else isn't. <laughs> but y'all need to because it ain't going nowhere. Right. Um, any questions, Bev, from the family? Uh, uh, the number here is uh, 323642. One five eight six. Push the number one. If you have any questions or any comments or anything, push one. We're sitting at the round table. This is your time. You're learning about GPT. And I didn't even know it was a week in the general and the super. I thought it was just one GPT. Um, so this thing is. And I'm already listening to you. I can see 
the different jobs is replacing already. Yeah, in fact, so, I went on today, and my job blocks it now. I tried mm-hmm. to log on today to use it, and it said, um, uh, we don't, you cannot access that web page through our company portal anymore. So they want to ensure that no one's using it to get to make their um, any of their financial products. So everyone's right. mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't uh, access the company so computers. So what, it must be moving too fast for everybody to kind of be blocking it until they can get a handle on it. Yeah, that's what, what it seems doing. like. I, what I think is everybody wants their own version of it. So they're going to, um, you know, like they're going to go to open AI. I want a version just for my company so my employees could access my database. So, you know, they're not accessing from an outside database. You know, that's what I think is the the ultimate goal with this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So now mm-hmm. you got certain uh, people that try, they are soliciting companies so they can use that. You know, it's like a salesman. They go into exactly. companies, and so mm-hmm. you and so if they can if they can get all the companies, just say if. If a person get into a company, have it, and they uh, get into, uh, just say, uh, Visa, one of the credit cards, they could they can take have all the credit cards accounts, and they getting everybody information with AI and whatever area that they take over. Exactly. The, the computer mm-hmm. can do the work of all the people. So if you got 50 people working in your office, you won't need them because the computer can do the work of all 50 of them. You just need one person to watch the computers. Well, and, um, yeah. and another person to watch the person that's watching the computers, and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, everyone's going to have a manager. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's going to go. But the only mm-hmm. thing is, see, I think that, and that's why I mentioned the doctrine of discovery, because okay. it's a push for reparations. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be the reparations the way that um we think they're going to be reparations, but there's going to be a, a reparation, a world reparation. It's going to be called mm-hmm. universal basic income. I call it universal basic pittance. It's going to be pennies. It's going to be nothings. But with it, you're going to have access to all your electronic devices and, you know, um, things like that. So as long as you're following the rules, you know, and that goes into um, meritocracy, you know. So um, they're moving in a fast pace, but this um, central bank digital currency is going to be the the hook line sinker in all of this because that's going to give them the power to control what we spend money on. And if they could control what we spend money on, um, then they could say, okay, well, you know, if you if you're not a vegan, you know, you don't get this extra five hundred dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is for this this is for your 
You're not eating meat tax. You know what I'm saying? This is, you know, so everything they want you to do, they're going to be incentivized with that um, with that digital wallet, you know, and that's that's really um, where I see them going with it. So uh, all of these plans and initiatives for carbon uh, reduction and all that stuff is going to be uh, part and parcel of if you get your stipend, if you get your pittance every month, you know. So it sounds like that that was kind of what um, the lockdown was about, too, partially. You know, because that's when they gave people the stimulus money and 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 a lot of drive on. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what it mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah, if we give them, let's see how they act with. Well, what was it? Six hundred dollars mm-hmm. a week. And um, they stay at home all day. Let's see what they spend their money on. Everybody started right. um, spending their money on their phone, so they're able to say, "Okay, you know, this, this could work. You know, um, you know, we can just do this." You know, now if you look at the countries that didn't have the pandemic like that, like um, like China, per se, like they had the pandemic, they didn't respond in the same way as the U.S. Um, they okay. used because they already have a system like this in place, and it worked better for them because they were able to keep it in one region. If you left that region, they knew. You know, you wasn't able to leave your house. If you left your house, they knew. You know, so they were able to lock down their whole country using this system of them controlling everyone's money through the yuan, uh, which is controlled um, digitally. Right, so everybody in China, no one used they. The first thing they did in China, if you remember, they took away all the cash. They said the cash is contaminated. Right, mm-hmm. so they said they took away all right. the cash, and then everything went digital. Their paychecks, everything went into their phones. So now it totally allowed them to track the phone through GPS. You, you know, if you get on a bus, they're going to know because you have to use your, your phone to get or access to the bus. So if you, anywhere you go, they're going to know where you're at. So they were able to keep that whole region of Wuhan, and they kept everyone locked in that one region, not able to leave to go to any other region, and no one from another region can go into Wuhan. And they were able to totally suppress the pandemic based off of the simulation, because remember, it's just a simulation of a pandemic. Um, U.S. didn't do as well because we didn't have that system in place. And so they tried to create that system for us, which was that stimulus money, you know, but they couldn't control where people were at, you know, just stay in the house and, you know, certain states refused to close, you know. They tried to come with the propaganda, um Florida and Texas and all these states that refuse to close, how um, this is bad, what they're doing, and they're putting people's lives at risk. But the the only states where the people were dying were all the states locked down, right? New York, locked down. L.A., locked down. Chicago, locked down. Detroit, locked down. All the Democratic cities, locked down. All the Republican cities, strip clubs open, barbershops open. All the restaurants open, and they ain't got people dying all over the place with COVID. But it was all propaganda. And it makes you think of what, did they use this technology then to create that whole hysteria? Yes. 
you know, or, or even go back to Cambridge Analytical, which was chatbots, mm-hmm. targeting mm-hmm. certain people with certain information, suppressing certain information. Sounds like y'all was using this. It was. You know, like so. You say, that was a dry run. It's a dry run, yes. And usually when they let us know about something, they've been dealing with it for for a while when they put it out. Exactly. Because remember that Tory test that they test the AI with was made in 1950. That's 73 years ago. Yeah. And they just was able to pass it. So they've been working on this a lot longer than people give them credit for which is why they're so right. far ahead to everybody else. And they mm-hmm. this this here is their way of showing up the rest of the world at this time. Oh, y'all want to leave the U.S.? And y'all want to leave the dollar? Because as you saw this week, what also happened was Brazil, um, Brazil and um, China cut a deal, cutting out the U.S. Okay. Um, China... China went to the Middle East. They sat down with Saudi Arabia and Iran, got them to shake hands, got them to make a deal to sell them oil, to um, settle their beefs. Their beef is over the U.S., you know. So the mm-hmm. prince, the prince of Saudi Arabia, um, the new crown prince, he is anti-American. He doesn't, unlike his father, unlike his uncles and all of the old-timers, he, he doesn't want to be uh, uh, the next puppet of America, the next uh, right. body king that's a puppet of America. So when he came to right. the U.S., if you remember, Dr. X did a show on this, they tried to kill him in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they, were, they weren't able to, they, they saw that it was a hit about to happen. They moved to Mistaken, but everything had already started. So the guy just started shooting at the crowd at the country music concert from the hotel window. Make right. it look like a mass terrorism attack. But that was them mm-hmm. trying to kill the king, the prince of Saudi Arabia on behest of right. his uncles who sold him out. Mm-hmm. He went back to Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia. He had what they called mm-hmm. the Saudi Arabian purge. Where he hung them upside mm-hmm. down, took off their fingernails, cut off their hands. Wow. You know, he he tortured his uncles and them for doing that. So wow. he's been, um, he understands, you know, that he's moving in another direction. They understood mm-hmm. rather that he's moving in another direction and they've been going and they want to stay loyal to the U.S. He wants to drop the U.S. for China. He's looking at, mm. at it like the U.S. is moving away from oil, the West in general, mm-hmm. um, they're moving away from oil. They're pushing all this climate control stuff. What is our people going to have once we don't sell oil to them? You know, mm-hmm. um, what 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 can we um, sustain our wealth with? So he's looking for people that want to buy oil. China don't care about paying some carbon taxes because they're making everything. They need oil to run all the, the factories and stuff they have because there's no right. way... They can um, run everything without it. So it's a strategic move, but, of course, they're going to get punished for it. The U.S. isn't going to just sit back and not do anything about this. So um, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what happens there. Uh, but Brazil and Argentina, 
they come together to create their own money for Latin America, you know? So that cuts out the dollar. Um, you got the BRICS money, which is also Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They're trying to include Mexico. So as Mexico ditches the dollar, you know what I'm saying? What, what does the U.S. have? Well, we got artificial intelligence. Y'all don't got this. Y'all, how y'all going to compete with us without this? Y'all better think about dropping this dollar. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better jump on board with this new digital currency you're putting out, or y'all won't have access to our technology. They got chips, and they got artificial intelligence. And that's, that's the key two mm. things. In the world right now. Right. Well, let me uh, open this line up here. Hold on. Uh, 740. 740. Good evening. Hey, what's up? Good evening. Mr. How you Good. doing today? Peace. Good. Good. Mr. Tutmos, Mr. Thomas, how you doing, brother? How you doing, bro? All right. Man, that, that AI is something else, man. I, in my opinion, that's the the biggest Trojan ever released at one time. <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for people who understand it, though, you know, I'm sure we all have witnessed the the benefits of it, and, of course, we can uh, talk about the not-so-beneficiary things going on. But even with some of the stuff that you just mentioned, uh, I like I threw in, you know, what's the doctrine of discovery? Got three paragraphs of information spit back. And it does mention... Uh, reparations being um, presented by a couple of organizations on on our behalf, as well as the the Pink Foot, as some of us like to call it. Um, mm-hmm. um, one of the things I did is uh, I remember that China had launched a quantum satellite, and I wasn't sure if you talked about that one. Project called oh. Quantum Experiment at Space Scale. It's called KESS for short, Q-E-S-S. Yeah, I haven't done any um, um, any show on it, but I'm familiar with it. Okay. Yeah. China's space talk- technology is much, 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 um, I won't say better, because, I mean, they, they got the technology from the U.S., but they they really funded it very well, where the U.S. is kind of, Get at NASA, and they were letting private companies kind of take over that space. Um, so I think the, um, to keep in line with what you're saying, brother, is the, the future for them is space mining. That's what they really want to do. Um, you know, the, they want to go out of space, and they want to be able to find a planet and research it and find what they can take from it and um, bring it back here to use it. That's their ultimate objective. So China right. seems to be way ahead with that. If they can get, whoever could get out of space first and do something like that will be, um, you know, the, the, the world leader in the future. Uh, anytime they get to space, that's the fifth dimension. We, we still right. trying to get to the fourth, where they control in time. That's where they're at now. By this tech, all this technology is all about time. It's all time, and it's all precision machinery. It's all time. Um, yeah. 
so check out this project because with this project they were able to accomplish some of the quantum teleportation things that you were talking about back in 2017. I'll wait till you come back on there and speak to it, and you know we can circle back around. But it's it's a pretty fascinating project, you know what they did with with quantum communications and in satellites, you know as far as having um, satellites communicating with ground stations. Pretty, uh, pretty groundbreaking now, what they were to do. What, what, what behooves me then is why are they using balloons then if they got this um, quantum system that can, you know, communicate with the ground? Because, I mean, we've seen these balloons. They say they come from China. They look Chinese built. I ain't going to lie. It was like some of these fucking Chinese people were making that. You know, balloon with antennas on it and shit. Like, look at these people, man. That, that, so, that's so, tell me that's about some Chinese people would do, man. So, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I wonder how much of what China says is propaganda because they were also supposed to create a fake sun. Where's that? Right. They were supposed to create a fake moon. Where's the fake moon? They were supposed right. to... Um, you know, they they say they got a better supercomputer than the U.S. I don't know. I told right. it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where y'all, where's y'all D-Wave at? If y'all got a quantum computer, then pull out a D-Wave. Let us see the big cube. Let us see the cube that runs on sub-zero temperature that, or, or right. blow up. Like, let us see that. Y'all can't even make chips. You can't even well, make I do chips. I do know this, mm-hmm. man. Those mother lovers are sleek enough to somehow managed to put back doors on millions of switches and hubs that were were at one point going to be used to help rebuild the infrastructure, and that shit got scrapped once it was discovered what was going on. I mean, some people yeah. just don't, you know, it was just so, it was laughable because of all the money that was wasted shipping all that stuff back and forth. Like, I mean, you really think that somebody would just take something and throw it onto a network without running some checks on it? Well, if you remember, the Europeans was going to. Yeah. Trump passed the Data Act of 2020. I think that's what it's called. I know he did it in 2020. It might be the 5G Act of 2020, where he okay. outlawed them buying any Huawei or ZTE uh, 5G scanners because they have a backdoor where all the information they collect goes back to China. And in his, in his law, he said any country that uses their technology can no longer share military intelligence with the United States. We're going to be on two totally different systems. So if you're yeah. on their system, you can't be on ours. And that goes back to the AI. This is the second Right, I got it. So, who's the maker of all the Cisco equipment that's running around the world? Who manufactures that, or at least puts it together? It, I mean, last time I probably it, military. You got well. What I noticed about that, right? There's two Chinese, right? If you look up the People's Republic of China. It's going to give you Xi Jinping, you know, the, the red flag with the China, you know, the star, that China. If you just right, Google okay. the, the Republic of China, it gives you where all this stuff is made at. It's called Taiwan. Uh, that seems to but be uh, 
Taiwan is the U.S. A lot of nations, right? There's a republic, and then there's a, I don't know, maybe a democracy or some sort. <laughs> but you're right, Sister Bev. I didn't mean to cut you off back there, but I'm just. No, no, I'm just kid. saying yeah. something. Right. But you, you're right on point, Brother Thomas. And, man, I, I like I like how uh, it gets my juices going anyway. It gives me a little little bit of playtime to go out and do something out of the ordinary besides crunching numbers all day on case. So I appreciate yeah. you again, Sister Bev. I'm going to go on mute and continue. Oh, man, thanks for calling in, bro. Thank and you. We'll Thank you. Yeah, Thank we'll be in again next oh. weekend, man. You keep, you keep coming. I keep bringing what I can to help it out, you know. Oh, man, that sounds great, man. Maybe we could do a show together, man, or something. Uh, but yeah, always works. remember that uh, that, uh, that little alley called Taiwan is very important because that's the, the original Chinese government. Uh, okay. When the Europeans went there and had their opium wars, and um, they made that government uh, concede to their demands and um, they fought back, and they went back over there and fought them again in another opium war with France and the U.S. helping them, pushed them, China back. And the people in China were so angry after all those years of the British being there, they can't put them, um, bring them to trial or anything. They raping women. They steal whatever they want. There's nothing you can do about it. They decided to fight back. And um, how they fought back was first they wanted to get rid of the emperor, his family, the president. So the U.S. and them took that family and moved them to Taiwan. And wow. they've been protecting them ever since. So Taiwan is the, the, the official government of China, you know, before the, the person that um, was going to war to get rid of them, that was Mao. So Mao came in with the communism. Um, so the original government of China is Taiwan. And, um, you know, China wants to reunite with them so bad, but they make all the stuff we use. All right, the right. we I'm use is made out of Foxconn. Huh? I was going to say they are quiet, man, because like you're saying, they had their name stamped on everything in the 70s, 80s, and well into the 90s. Now they just call themselves China. Is that the YKK on the zipper? Is that what that symbol's for? Oh, I don't know, man. I never thought of that. I just know that anything that comes from Taiwan now is either said made in Taiwan or it says made in China because it's, it's China. So they, it could fool you. You're thinking it's coming from the Communist Party of China, but it's coming from Taiwan, like your iPhone. That iPhone is made in Taiwan. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah. so that that's the U.S.'s um, puppet state over there. That's how they keep China in order. Is they they put they claim Taiwan and they could put a bunch of boats around Taiwan to protect it, which gives them the reason to be there. You know that is so that that's their buffer place. So, um, yeah, don't think that that stuff is was made in China, China. You know what I'm saying? That right, stuff right, was right. made in Taiwan. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, caller. Thanks for calling in. You got a sister, Beth. Y'all have a good evening. Okay. Better love. Let's go to uh, 215. Hello? Hello. Yes. Hi. Hi. Just want to make sure you can hear me. I got a few questions. Um, one is... Um, 
you hear about, well, I'm hearing about a lot of um, people, well, I'll say a few people, especially um, with blacks, who are interested in, like, doing the homestead type of lifestyle where they want to live off the grid. You know, they're moving to states like maybe Montana, Wyoming, and, you know, et cetera, where they just want to get land and just, you know, live just like people did, I guess, you know, 50, 60, whatever years ago. Uh, and just, you know, just live off the grid and just get away from, you know, the way society is, is going now. Now, if if United States is approaching this sort of digital currency and, you know, with the uh, um, movements of AI, you know, how is that going to work with someone who, you know, just wants to live off the grid? I mean, it's just going to be a total conflict or folks who live off the grid they're going to have to either adjust or find ways of surviving without, you know, if they want to abstain from AI or be part of this digital currency. I just, so I just want to hear some feedback on that. You ever see the um, those people in Pennsylvania? Yeah, they, the Amish. They, the Amish, right? They live off the grid, but they still got to make money. Um. They still got Amish markets everywhere where their people pay cash that goes back to their farms. Still got to survive. The digital currency is going to be the the new currency. So you want to buy stuff at a store, I don't care how off the grid you get, you're still going to have to buy a gun, a bullet. You're going to have to be able to transfer money in the medium of exchange that the country uses. So, um, yeah, I, I don't see, I, I hear people say they're going to live off the grid. There's also, if you go back a couple of years ago, me and Ramon did shows on Canary in the city, how they're going to start forcing people into these urban areas, uh, out of the country, out of the rural areas. They're buying up a lot of the farmland. They're doing a lot of stuff. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, but, you know they 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 want everyone in urban areas where they can control them, um, and I I don't know how successful someone could live off the grid without access to the internet, without access to digital currency, without access to smart contract in the future, um, unless they're just doing business with each other. So right. like, they might come up with like you know, some shells and some stuff like that, feathers that they want to use as money or currently exchange between each other. Um, But, yeah, on a mass scale, I I think that they're kind of making that pretty much impossible now. Well, I shop at an Armist market, and I, I don't use cash. I use my credit card. So they, they yeah, are, they, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all they, they, they that's all they are. They, I see them bringing their food in from the farm, but they got the machine to take the credit card. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the Amish, they but have that, to learn how to adapt because, um, But that's what we're going to have to do. Like, maybe if some people, mm-hmm. if a group of us want to go farming, Everyone's not going to think the same way, right? Everyone, because I'm not going to no damn rural place. That's just me. I 
I live in the city. I, you know, I catch a train every day. I, I can't do that. But um, if people want to do that, right, then you're going to have to have people that were worldly that's going to come out in the world and make the money and bring it back to the to the source, to you the know, fire. to the people. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to work together. It's, you know, but it's, it's no way to live in capitalism without money. It's impossible. You know, even homeless people got money. You know, like, they, they'll they go out and get some change or something. You know, they'll clean some windows. Like, everybody got to have some to barter with, you know. Um, and in this system, is capitalism. You got to have capital. Whatever form of capital they use, you're going to have to have, you know. Um, I watched the show Breaking Amish, where the people, like, they they were trying to get out of the, 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 the Amish life and, get into the real world and they, they want to go to a nightclub, but they saw it with some stupid looking clothes on, you know, everyone laughing at them, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they got to have people that come out in the real world and bring resources back to the people that want to live that, that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So y'all do the farming. Y'all you get it to people who's from the cities that didn't leave, but they support what you're doing. They bring it back. They they could you know sell it and bring the money back and get a re up on the the products to sell. It'll, it'll work like the drug game. It's just gonna be food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I just wanted to um ask this as well. I did hear. Uh, I think you may have mentioned it. It's regarding Mexico, and that um, Mexico, like you said, is interested not only drop in the U.S. dollar, but they're also interested in joining, like, you know, similar to BRICS, where they want to be part of, they, they're considering or they were asked to be part of BRICS. And for what I heard, or for what I heard from a, another commentary, that if that's the case, that will be a really asset to Russia and China because they will want to set up military bases in Mexico if Mexico you know, is willing to say, hey, you know, I want to be part of, you know, uh, BRICS or some sort of um, formation where, you know, Russia and China are involved, that is really going to put the U.S. in the detriment because Mexico will be used as a military, you know, uh, uh, location for China and or Russia. Mm-hmm. So... What city do you think the U.S. would destroy in Mexico first? Mexico City, Cancun, they gonna, you think they would let them do that? Cuba tried that. That didn't work too good for them. Now we got Guantanamo Bay in Cuba. Um, yeah, but- the U.S. aid is not, they are not going to, they'll, they can't stop them from joining the BRICS. But the right. second they plan to put a base on China, you're going to, I mean, in Mexico, you're going to see a couple cities disappear instantly. They, they, they you, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 so, they so slick, they'll, these crackers will set up an army of Mexicans here to go back down there and fight them. You know, they, they will not let that happen. Uh, you know, it, it, don't think that they're going to follow international laws and rules and stuff. They don't follow no laws and rules. They write them. They're not gonna let that happen. Yeah, I mean you. I mean, right, even right now, if you're an American, you travel to Mexico, you prime target. You know, 
they're warning Americans, you know, don't travel to Mexico. Haiti too. You see, they um, kidnapped those that black couple in Haiti. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, we targets everywhere, but that you know, Mexico is a narco state, and this would be a big problem for the to join the BRICS. Is drugs get sold in dollars? You know, uh, if they join the BRICS and leave the dollar alone. Mexico's a narco state. They will have a civil war with the drug dealers, the cartels, who got a, a lot of power down there. They not they don't want to ditch the dollar. They don't sell cocaine to Chinese people. They sell cocaine to Americans. They they don't they they not going for that. I mean, we talking about trillion dollar industry. Um, now, I I do see that being what hinders them. What I think. Mexico might do though, um, sis, is I was mentioning earlier, Brazil and Argentina want to come up with a, a Latin American version of the dollar. I forget the name of it, but you can find Brazil and Argentina dollar, you'll you'll find it. And I think that Mexico could join that, which would not be in direct competition with the dollar. The US might look the other way with it. Um, but U.S. won't accept it. Um, Mexico makes, what, 90% of the car parts that's in the cars in the U.S. Um, that industry will leave Mexico real fast. U.S. wouldn't let them keep that that industry if they join the BRICS. The U.S. will move the pork industry out of Mexico and bring it back here. They would do – it would be very difficult, I, I don't, unless China is going to pick up the tab. Uh, which the U.S. could also blockade Mexican ships. What they gonna do about it? Like they they'll play dirty. I don't. They they they're talking about it, but I, I would have to see some drastic happen. I think mm-hmm. that um the whole plan for them letting Mexico in the NAFTA, um um which Trump ditched the, the NAFTA for the plan that included Mexico and Latin America. And I believe they agreed to it where they were going to kind of work with the U.S. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm Mexico's a wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm waiting to see what the U.S. does to Brazil because they. I'm waiting for them to hit them with something, not probably a weapon, but some type of sanction all of a sudden for turning on them. I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. Mm. Well, well, thanks for um, answering my question. Thanks, thanks for calling. Okay, where am I at here? Okay, Kwame. Hotel and better love. I came in. Peace, brother. Most, how you doing, ma? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm grateful. You know, I I came in late. Hey, let me ask you. Go ahead. You, you listen to that chatbot calling to Tyreek Nasheed's show, right? Yeah, I heard that. You, said, you heard that, right? It was a whole chatbot. Right, yeah. If he, if he didn't know, he made a little joke like, man, that person was on Mac or something. I, I, I'm like, yo, you don't know what you're talking to, man. AI. I was going crazy when I saw that, uh, heard that. Um, Now, that was, I'm a Google chatbot when it first came on. 
it said it real fast. Um, so that was Google. That was Bard. Um, so that was Bard talking right there, and it sounded pretty pretty good good enough to trick him. And I'm sure a lot of right. people didn't, that watched it didn't pick up on what it was, but uh, I had a keen ear for it. Like, yo, that's AI. You know, but yeah, go ahead. Right, and and these are the tools that they're creating because they've got it now to where there's an app, I think, that they have out now that you, if you wanted Obama's voice and you call somebody and you can take it and you can switch over to, to Obama's voice and be talking, you'll be talking, but it'll be playing and, and the words, it'll sound like Obama or it'll sound like whoever you want to select. And this is the way they're doing dub-overs and getting people, you know, utilizing their voices because it's just like, okay, I call my my cable company, and they said, do you want to have voice ID? And I'm going like, no. But this is the way that they've been able to do because your voice is a fingerprint, just like the eye retina is a fingerprint. And so what they're doing is, is that they're, created the technology to, to emulate whatever it is that you, you, you're talking, whatever it is that, you know, you like, and they can utilize it to, to infiltrate, and this is what they're kind of doing. They're now using this to infiltrate shows like they did Tariq's and, and other ways in which they're doing, like they'll call in on the blog show and talk on dub up a voice and say, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm talking about this, but they, this is the way that they're getting in where they haven't put restrictions on that yet and they can use this. And so what we're looking at and, and the, the brother that was on before the sister just came on at an excellent point, you know, looking at the technology and where they're going with it, you know, as far as being able to quantify it. But have you heard, this is the part I wanted to ask. They are now saying, and I got to find it again, but they're able to take, they're building these super quantum computers, but they're now able to take all of those quantum computers and put it into a crystal and code it into a crystal where they can, they can store information just like the, the movie, you know, the crystal skull they're able now to formulate and store a whole quantum computer into a crystal. Have you heard of this yet? Well, I believe that um, uh, the LED lights are made out of crystals. That's in our television. Right. And that's how you, they store more information in, uh, they, um, in an LED light than they can in any device. So that could be the crystal that you're talking about, bro. A real small, crispy-like little pixel things. Yep, and this is what they're doing and being able to take and say they can downsize all of that, them them huge computers and how they have to run it. They can store it into one huge block of crystal. But the the sister was talking about, when they were talking about, somebody was talking about being off-grid. And yes, that this is what we're talking about in the overground railroad, creating oasis and buying land and, and getting land to where you can move people into this and, and develop the land and tap into your well. You can turn around and use solar power. 
you're not going to get totally out, and you're correct. You're not going to get away from capitalism, but what you want to do is disconnect as much as you can from that footprint that follows you. And this is what we're, we're looking at because the AI is trying to, to overpower the DI. You've got people on the planet that have no connection with capitalism. They call them uncivilized or they live in jungles or they live in there, but they're not connected to the system. They're attempting to bring that civilization into their cultures. But the part of it is, is that those people have been able to still exist without being connected to what we, we are being forced to. This is a force because that's why you said they move herding people into the urban. Urban means you're banned. Urban means the definition of urban is to put a thousand people in a square mile radius where you could take that same thousand people and put them in a rural because the country mile is longer than the city eight blocks. So what you're looking at is that you have a source that you can, if you own that land, there are mineral sources in which you can produce from that land is what they want to disconnect us from. They want you to be able to, to where they have control of your, like Bill Scott Heron says, whoever controls your resources controls your world. So being that, that they want to control the world on, on this continent and other continents too, but they want to get this under their control in, in major metropolitan areas because this is why they're going from urban to smart cities. Cities by 2050, is they're, they're going to be regions. They're not going to even be, you know, they're going to be region one, region four, region two. It's because they're now hurting the what they want to produce. That region will be a region for producing cars. This region will be a, a factory for producing, you know, artificial food. So they they already have a plan in place in which they're designing what this this Turtle Island is going to be. And Mexico and the part that you you were talking about saying that if they put bases there, Belize and you've got China basically in the West Indies. They're basically setting up their businesses and things that's in the West Indies through most of the West Indies that they're doing, and especially now they're trying to get into Jamaica. So you're looking at they're they're selective in where they're putting at their their business. They don't really and and the way warring goes on, you don't really need a base. You need a space where you can computerize. Your drones, you can you can computerize your uh, offshore uh, army to be able to attack this. We don't have to set up; they don't have to set up missile bases. And then the other part that we're doing is we're technology as far as space weather. We're attacking, but the whole planet has to look at Soho and all of these others because that coronal mass ejection they know is coming planet again. And if it hits, whatever continent it hits, it's going to knock everything out. What the, the, the fear is is why they're putting everything underground as far as they can, because if that ever happens, and it's going to happen, that coronal mass ejection and that, that energy that's going to come off of, of that sun is going to knock out 
the power source, and that power grid, if it ever goes down, we're going to see something that hasn't been experienced. Well, they had a, a taste of it in 89 or 87 when they had the blackout in New York and Canada when they transported. Last time it was was 1859. It knocked out the telegraph system. But if you were to get a major hit from the sun to hit New York or hit Chicago or the Midwest region because the the one that just came off on, on the spring equinox on March 20th and 21st sideswiped the planet, but the aurora borealis and the electromagnetic grid brought the aurora borealis all the way down to New Mexico. How, ever see that happen where it was a nuts, I mean, magnetic energy in the planet on this turtle island to pull that northern lights all the way down that far south. So what we're seeing, and this is what they're trying to use in, in being able to have the, the space force, and then they're having NASA has a special space weather program where they're constantly watching the sun and the planets. Satellites, because when those satellites get hit by CME, that knocks out their GPS, that knocks out communication. So they're putting up a defense trying to control what they want to do with us. They have to be on the defense from what's above. And so it's a challenge what they're using. You know, this technology has a good fort, but DI is always going to be greater than AI. Uh, they show you where AI, even in the movie, where the AI was taken over, but somebody had to go to the motherboard, and and they got in and destroyed the motherboard and, and cut it all down, shut it down. Hey, let me say, uh, thanks for calling. That was very good. Um, they got voice recognition technology inside of the smart street lights that they put in San Diego. In San Diego, they got these smart street lights. They have facial recognition technology, voice recognition technology, voice detection technology. They have um, gunshot detection technology. They also can monitor, and they can tell right away if there's a car accident, call for help, um, and um, they tell the weather as well. Um, these smart street lights in San Diego. So when you talk about voices, everyone has a digital signature, but your voice, you're right. But these lights, they could detect who is you. It's like your fingerprint, like leaving your fingerprint on a crime scene. If you commit a crime and talk, or if somebody has a um, your voice, one of a quarter even maybe, and play it, it makes you look like you were at that scene. Um, and uh, you're right. China doesn't have to put the base in Mexico or in Jamaica. Their technology will be sufficient. And um, like the caller said earlier, um, the, the the technology they have, right, um, is a backdoor back to China. So that's why it's a push for them to get everyone to take their technology because then they control all your data. Um, but the the problem China has now over the last couple months is GPT. 
They, who's going to deal with their technology if they don't have artificial intelligence? What's the point? Right. It's rendering their technology obsolete. Yeah. Like, fuck y'all technology. So, uh, and remember, I, I did the show on uh, Fourth Industrial Revolution. Um, the, they're changing this from market capitalism, right, to custom capitalism. See, that's the big change we're about to see happen. Um, it was at one time commercial capitalism. Then it turned into market capitalism where everything ran from the markets. Custom capitalism is everybody's going to get exactly what they want. That's how precise the manufacturing is going to get, where each person can um, get specifically exactly what they're looking for. So instead of going to a store where you have a bunch of jeans and they all are the same jeans, right? And um, the... You know, let's just say they're Levi's jeans or whatever. And you go there and I just got to look for my size or I got to get whatever they have and that fits me. Now you go to Levi's and you'll pick exactly what jeans you want. I want this color stitching. I want this fit. Everything is going to be customized specifically for the person that's getting it. You get what I'm saying? They're going to get away right. from all this mass building of stuff. Now the machines are going to work so well that – it's just going to make it for you. They don't have to have a bunch of people there making a million jeans when they only sell 25,000, you know. They're going to make the 25,000 jeans for the people who can afford them exactly the way they want them, you know. So that's what we're moving toward is this custom capitalism. And China is not built for that. They're built for market capitalism where you just produce, you mass produce, you keep producing as long as you're selling. Just keep producing, keep producing, you know what I'm saying? And people will just buy it because they don't have any other option. That's dying. Everything is going to be customized specifically for the individual. Uh, anything you buy is going to be exactly what you want. Uh, and the AI is going to be able to do that. Uh, even with music, you might like Miles Davis, you right? And you like The Temptations. And they probably never worked together, but with AI, you can make those two people make an album, you know, and listen to that. And that's, you know, I'm just saying, everything is going to be customized specifically individual. That's where we're moving to, total customization, you know. And yeah. how you get things is going to be based off merit. Behavior, behavior credit score. But what I, you were talking about Taiwan. Remember when Nancy Pelosi went to, to Taiwan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trip over yep. to Taiwan is because yep. the thing that's major about Taiwan and China has the technology, but the chip, the major core, and Taiwan is the leader in the chip producing for computers and all technology. And what she was there doing is that they were trying to get her them. To build, they were making an offer to build a factory in Texas. Did they have? Did they get it? We still haven't heard, but that was the proposal. If they could get Taiwan to build a factory in the U.S., it would put them way ahead. 
So Taiwan's building two massive factories in the U.S. However, they have two of them. Two of them. They're going to be like $12 billion each. But they will not make the advanced chips here. They still are keeping that technology there. So they'll be able to make um, chips for refrigerators and cars and things like that, but not for the AI. The AI chips are going to be continuous, continue to be made in Taiwan. And the key factor to the AI um, chips is the Netherlands, because the Netherlands is the country that makes the machines that make the chips. The United States designed this machine and patented the machine. The Netherlands made the machine, and Taiwan purchased the machines to make the chips, um, the AI chips. So that's how that whole thing works. I think they call it ASML. But but the thing that you even saying with that is, yeah, that that's what they're saying. But all they need is is another part of that factory to to the machines that create the chips. They can easily transfer that from Taiwan to the United States. And they see they're saying this is what they want to do. But what we know this country can do, like you saying. We're not going to let somebody come in and put a base there because we're going to stop and we will do anything to stop it because we've done it around the world. This is this is what the United yeah. States does as That's far as protecting capitalism. All right. Well, it shocked me if they said, you know what, we said we were going to do that, but we changed our mind. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me at all. Bro. Right. You know, they've, they've done it before. They just want to get it built here. They've done it before. I always thought it'll be smart for them to make these advanced chips being that the machines is really making them. You just need a real clean facility and stuff like that. Um, that meets certain standards, you know, you can't have no dust or anything in it. You know, it's really better than probably more secure than a lab, but, um, why they don't just put those things on the Caribbean islands? You know what I'm saying? That would have made them, you know what I'm saying? Gave them a little bit more leverage over those places. You know, they wouldn't be in abject poverty if they had the chip what, industry. You look at look at that 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 pattern that follows where those Caribbean islands are and what they're now able to do with space weather. That would not be a good investment because they can direct a a, a, a hurricane there and destroy that whole factory. So they're putting it, and Texas is Texas is not the best place because you just saw what Harp did when they 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 flooded Houston is because and then what they're doing now with now they're looking at how they can direct the frequencies of these tor- these mass tornadoes and they're perfecting it because they've got 147 stations around the planet. They started off with 44 in Alaska. They shut down and gave it to the Department of Defense, and now they have them on on uh, out in the ocean. They got them on top of mountains. They station them to where they can produce the patterns of weather, following the weather with using space weather, and seeing how these these currents and things are flowing. And what they do is prepare, and then they aim that frequency out the ionosphere hit it down to whatever, this is the way war is going to be fought. 
through technology and weather warfare. You shut down the rain, go into an area, you don't have to send troops in there. You just have to let those people through drought and they can't grow food, then what are they going to do? This is the new warfare. Yeah. Yeah, they're using that in Africa now. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's not, um, you know, China doing it, creating those droughts. Because they're there right. over there building everything, you know, keeping on people dependent on them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we see all these tornadoes now. Like, it's a bunch of tornadoes I saw this week. We also, this is totally unrelated, but it just hit my head. More train developments the last couple weeks, and, uh, but there was a bunch of tornadoes I saw hit like Mississippi, like in the poor areas of Jackson and stuff. And I was like, "Damn, how they get hit with Mississippi?" You know, like that's usually in the Midwest, like you know, I'm in the Plain states with the um, tornadoes and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's not weather warfare being played out now. You know, right? Or, but that, you know, weather warfare could be. Mm-hmm. It is. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. That area, see, what that, I was born right outside of uh, Amory in Aberdeen, that, that, and then Rolling Forks is that, and then Winona. All of that northeast corner of Mississippi is right there where the 22 is, and 22 is the, the new expressway going into Memphis because Toyota put a big plant in Tupelo, Mississippi. It didn't hit Tupelo. It hit those areas just south of Tupelo because they're developing that area. They want to put more factories in there because Memphis, and and Judge Joe Brown was talking about it, Memphis is supposed to be putting in an electric car factory being built in there because what they're going to start doing, container highway, is the Mississippi River coming up from New Orleans into Memphis and, and, and trucking everything and transporting through the trains, through the rail systems, because they're developing 50 is the new rail system that's going to be running. My son works for the railroad, and he's saying that they don't even have inspectors no more to come in and check the wheels and, and say this train is good to go or this train can't go take it offline and put it. They're not even doing that. This is by design. Have enough catastrophes, then they can reroute and then redo it because the government, just like trucking, FAA is is by government. The trains are by government. And this is what they're doing is preparing this new trade road for this continent. By 2050, this is what they're looking at forecasting. I heard that too. I believe that. Mhm. And and I heard some of the local people, uh, because no one is inspecting the trains, some of the local people are taking it upon themselves to go out and inspect the trains when they come and pass and seeing making sure that none of the wheels is off the track. And making sure they yeah. kept the well, making sure all the compartments are locked, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They slide yeah. Open, you know, making sure that everything is empty. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But if you think about it, this train stuff started back it was like maybe during COVID. It, all this stuff started during COVID. When when they they showed this picture in Los Angeles 
where they had the train, all the boxes and everything, like they just left the train there for people to steal the stuff. And it was all over the tracks. It was like garbage. So we're talking 2020. I'll find the pictures or find the articles and send it to you. How they was just robbing the trains as they were riding through Los Angeles. Um, and that was the first story that started this long trend of train stuff. Now it's gotten into derailments. And what, what they have is, it's just like we have barcodes that we scan our, our produce, things that we buy in store and everything is in a bar. Every car has a, a, a barcode. And on that, that's why when that train derailed in, in uh, Ohio, engineer calling in to, to, the, to the main office or whatever, telling them, he's saying, what does your sheet, what does your, your computer say that you have on these many cars behind that? How many cars back was it, where it derailed? So they know what each section of that train is carrying. Yeah. They have a program. They have a, 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 a document of what everything is is on that train, and then they have those those readers along the train line to see when that train passes through there, did it make it through this point? Yeah, okay, well, we're good. Now let's get to the next one. That's why they knew that when that train derailed there, what was needed, they had to do it in, in a rural area. Major city because if that had went through a major city and did that, you'd have a major death uh, toll now. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah. Well, yep. everyone. Well, Beth, we thank are, you uh, once again. Thank you for the information. Thank uh, everybody at the mound table. Thank everybody for listening. And we'll be back next Monday, and we'll be back tomorrow with Dr. Robert X. So better love, everyone. Peace. Yes, love y'all. Later, Tom. Later.
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 